Good evening. It's Monday, September 7th in the year 2020. Today in the United States, we celebrate Labor Day, a day almost at the end of the summer when our country takes a weekend to rest and relax and remember that uh, the thing that really makes us run as a nation is uh, that there are people willing to get up in the morning and go to work and do their jobs and uh, make sure that, uh, that we remain strong and healthy. I hope that uh, you will take an opportunity, if not today, then sometime this week, to thank someone who works, maybe someone who uh, delivers to your home, someone who stands at a cash register all day, someone whose job is to make sure that you have a, a clean bathroom at work, someone who brings your mail to you. There are people everywhere doing all sorts of jobs, building and creating and protecting. And we honor all of them as our fellow citizens and our family in Christ. I am so grateful to you for being a part of this ministry. I hope that it blesses you as you bless me. I'm Bob, and this is Evening Prayer. If I say, surely the darkness will cover me and the light around me turn to night, darkness is not dark to you, O Lord. The night is as bright as day. Darkness and light to you are both alike. The Lord be with you. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, and by what we have done, and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. O gracious light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun, and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. The psalm appointed for this evening is Psalm 44. We have heard with our ears, O God, our forefathers have told us the deeds you did in their days, in the days of old. 
how with your hand you drove the peoples out and planted our forefathers in their land, how you destroyed nations and made your people flourish. For they did not take the land by their sword, nor did their arm win the victory for them. But your right hand, your arm, and the light of your countenance, because you favored them. You are my king and my God. You command victories for Jacob. Through you we pushed back our adversaries. Through your name we trampled on those who rose up against us. For I do not rely on my bow, and my sword does not give me the victory. Surely you gave us victory over our adversaries, and put those who hate us to shame. Every day we gloried in God, and we will praise your name forever. Nevertheless, you have rejected and humbled us, and do not go forth with our armies. You have made us fall back before our adversary, and our enemies have plundered us. You have made us like sheep to be eaten, and have scattered us among the nations. You are selling your people for a trifle, and making no profit on the sale of them. You have made us the scorn of our neighbors, a mockery and derision to those around us. You have made us a byword among the nations, a laughingstock among the peoples. My humiliation is daily before me, and shame has covered my face. Because of the taunts of the mockers and blasphemers, because of the enemy and avenger. All this has come upon us, yet we have not forgotten you, nor have we betrayed your covenant. Our heart never turned back, nor did our footsteps stray from your path. Though you thrust us down in a place of misery and covered us over with deep darkness, if we have forgotten the name of our God, or stretched out our hands to some strange god, will not God find it out? For he knows the secrets of the heart. Indeed, for your sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake, O Lord. Why are you sleeping? Arise, do not reject us forever. Why have you hidden your face and forgotten our affliction and oppression? We sink down into the dust. Our body cleaves to the ground. Rise up and help us, and save us for the sake of your steadfast love. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The lesson this evening is from the Gospel of John, chapter 10, beginning with verse 19. Again, the Jews were divided because of these words. Many of them were saying, He has a demon and is out of his mind. Why listen to him? Others were saying, These are not the words of one who has a demon. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? At that time, the festival of the dedication took place in Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in the portico of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I have told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name testify to me, but you do not believe, because you do not belong to my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, 
No one will snatch them out of my hand. What my Father has given me is greater than all else, and no one can snatch it out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Troubling words from the Psalms. As I read them, I am struck by parallels between the history of Israel and the history of our country. Israel, of course, came to a land that belonged to other people, drove those people out through conquest and war, flourished and prospered in the land, but eventually suffered the consequences of turning, turning from the path of God, turning from the kingdom of God and worshiping other gods, gods made of stone and wood and precious metals. Draw what uh, parallels you like between that story and the story of uh, the United States, of our country. But what strikes me in the psalmist's voice, this psalm, written from the perspective of one who has been taken away from Israel, one who has been taken into captivity in Babylon, remembering all that was given and all that's been lost, and knowing that uh, that suffering is a consequence of their own actions, the choices that uh, their people have made. But what strikes me at the end of this long psalm of remembering and of suffering is that the psalmist remains faithful. The psalmist continues to trust not only in God's graciousness in the gift of a beautiful land, not only in God's judgment in the just consequences of sin, of falling away, but also in God's redemption. The psalmist continues to trust that God can and will redeem those whom he loves, who are, he says, like sheep waiting to be devoured. And in the gospel lesson, we again return to the idea of the Christ's people as his sheep, Jesus as the good shepherd who knows his people and whose people know him. The uh, officials of the, the church, the establishment, continue to demand proof from Jesus to try to trap him into saying the wrong thing, into incriminating himself somehow. But Jesus remains steadfast, and he says, you, you can't hear me. 
You can't believe because you are not one of my sheep. You refuse. You refuse to listen. If you knew me, you would follow me. But you choose to hold on to that which is precious to you, but worthless in the eyes of God. Strong words, fearful words, but words that we need to take to heart, especially now in this age of uh, so much unrest, frustration, anger, fear, to remember that God will be faithful, that there is a path to redemption, and that Jesus, our good shepherd, came to earth to call us in the right direction. Somebody asked me this morning, a friend, how do you know uh, what God wants you to do? Did, did he send you an email? <laughs> she was joking, maybe. But I said uh, what I've always said. I don't know. I don't get emails from Jesus. The best I can do is to take the first step and trust that if it's in the wrong direction, God will steer me in the right direction. We continue to pray Thy will be done. And if we faithfully submit to God's authority when the corrections come, when we face the consequences of stepping out in the wrong direction, He will call us home. My prayer for us today is that we would find the courage to step out and trust God and trust our good shepherd to lead us home. Amen. Lord, you now have set your servant free to do go in peace as you have promised. For these eyes of mine have seen the Savior whom you have prepared for all the world to see a light to enlighten the nations and the glory of your people Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Let's say together what we believe. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, 
and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. Grant us, O Lord, trust in you with all our hearts, for as you always resist the proud who confide in their own strength, so you never forsake those who make their boast of your mercy. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you, stretch out, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you. For the honor of your name. Amen. This evening from the World Cycle of Prayer, we pray for the people of Colombia. And from the Ecumenical Cycle of Prayer, we pray for our sisters and brothers, members of the Concordia Lutheran Conference. Most Holy God, the source of all good desires, all right judgments, and all just works, Give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give, so that our minds may be fixed on the doing of your will, and that we, being delivered from the fear of all enemies, may live in peace and quietness through the mercies of Christ Jesus our Savior. Amen. Let us pray now for our own needs and for those of others. Almighty God, you have so linked our lives with one another that all we do affects, for good or ill, all other lives. So guide us in the work we do, that we may do it not for self alone, but for the common good. And as we seek a proper return for our own labor, make us mindful of the rightful aspirations of other workers and around our concern for those who are out of work. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, you made the universe with all its marvelous order, its atoms, worlds, and galaxies, and the infinite complexity of living creatures. Grant that as we probe the mysteries of your creation, we may come to know you more truly 
and more surely fulfill our role in your eternal purpose. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. This evening in the place of what is traditionally a, a prayer or a song, I'd like to offer this passage from the book of Ecclesiasticus. This is chapter 38, beginning with verse 27. This is from the Episcopal Liturgy for Labor Day. So it is with every artisan and master artisan who labors by night as well as by day. Those who cut the signets of seals, each is diligent in making a great variety. They set their hearts on painting a lifelike image, and they are careful to finish their work. So it is with the smith sitting by his anvil, intent on his ironwork. The breath of the fire melts his flesh, and he struggles with the heat of the furnace. The sound of the hammer deafens his ears, and his eyes are on the pattern of the object. He sets his heart on finishing his handiwork, and he is careful to complete its decoration. So it is with the potter sitting at his work, and turning the wheel with his feet, he is always deeply concerned over his products, and he produces them in quantity. He molds the clay with his arm and makes it pliable with his feet. He sets his heart to finish the glazing, and he takes care in firing the kiln. All these rely on their hands, and all are skillful in their own work. Without them, no city can be inhabited, and wherever they live, they will not go hungry. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.